Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the AG Podcast. It is a brand new season. We are back after a couple of weeks away. Uh, FIFA 23. Um, I am your host today, the Ash Cohen 09. Uh, no jam for today's episode. He's been called into work. Uh, but joining me on today's episode is Joe. Good evening, Joe. Good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I, uh, I've not gone to work, so I'm here. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, and it's good to have you on again for uh, for another episode. And also making his podcast debut today is Disco Duke. Good evening, Disco. Good evening, Ash. Hello. How are you doing? Um, I'm fine, thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here. It's yeah. fun to join the podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for yeah. coming on um, and putting your name forward. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll enjoy it. Um Right, so uh, obviously today is the preview episode. Every year, every season, we have this episode where we look ahead at the three divisions and think who, you know, who the early runners could be, who we think maybe is going to be in the relegation scrap and any surprises. Um, so we're going to start with, um, we're obviously going to start with Division 1. Uh, we'll then hear from Bertie, who's going to give us the latest from the uh, AG Clubhouse. Uh, we're then going to... Um, look at Division 2, and then we are going to look at Division 3. And we've got a couple of discussions to have as well around sort of transfers. You know, obviously we had a little transfer deadline day over the weekend. Um, and also um, there's a discussion to be had around custom formations um, mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So um, we start with Division 1. Uh, so... I'll just run down the names that occupy this division uh, this season. So Aaron, Brian, Burger Boy, Charlino, Jam, yourself, Disco, me, Fafika, Buncey, Sean, Suited, Sweaty, myself, Top Cat, and Morris. So, Disco, I'm going to start with you. Um, obviously, you're new to the leagues. Um, how are you feeling going into the season? Are you looking forward to it? Uh, I am. Uh, hopefully, I will have an easier second season than the first one because I did struggle quite a lot more than I think I would do uh, the last season. So hopefully, I will get uh, some higher places in the in the league table. I mean, I'd, yeah. I mean, all sort of, you know. Obviously, you are new. You've come into that division, and it's it's a very strong division. Um, you know, some really really strong names in there. Um, who are you looking forward to? I mean, what game, who did you enjoy playing last season? I do think I have some kind of, uh, r- r- what is it called? Rivalry, uh, Rivalry between me yeah. and Jam, I think. Uh, I'm often struggling to play against Sweat the Bananas for you. Um, he's a top-tier player, in my opinion. Uh, and I think, I, I don't know who, who could beat him, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Joe, uh, Sweaty Bananas has to be one of the favourites for this year. Burger Boy, um, you know, came close last year as well. Um, who else do you think could be a surprise this year um, in this division? I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise, to be honest. But and you know how much it's going to hurt me saying this, but Aaron is in pretty <laughs> scary-looking form. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at the head-to-head table, but he's currently top of that. He's played 32, won 30, drawn two. Which <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> I, I've played him a couple of times, and <laughs> annoyingly, he's very good at this game. Um, I think he's improved his team a little bit as well. So, from the, the guys that I've played so far, I'm finding it really hard to look past him, to be honest. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's always interesting, especially the first season on the new FIFA, because obviously the game is different from the last time around. Um, you know, people are um, finding their style. Uh, maybe they have to make changes from how they used to play in the uh, previous FIFA. I mean, I played Aaron in a head-to-head game the other other night. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't one of those draws, so uh, it, it, you know, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good game. But yeah, I mean, I, I very straight away. You know, I would agree with that. I mean, a couple of other names for me to watch out. I mean, Buncey always sort of has a good season. Um, Suit Recluse as well was another. Um, so there's a few. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, yeah. I think Sweaty and Berger, uh, maybe with Aaron in there as well. I think they'll be maybe in there in a little league of their own. But, I mean, that said... I, you know, it is the first se- it is the first season on the new FIFA. Maybe there'll be some surprises. Um, I mean, I would like to see you, um, that the table would get some a bit a little bit closer at least because last season I think uh, Sweaty and uh, Berga just ran away from the others uh, yeah. at the top. And I also want to agree on Joe there that Aaron is looking pretty solid uh, and also suited. I think he's going to have a good season as well yes yeah i mean suited i always find is a very very good player um i'm interested to see what he does um i mean looking at the well looking at the bottom i mean looking at those names in that division joe um who who do you think is going to be dragged into the into the relegation scrap um it's tough to be fair, isn't it? I mean, the, the guys that went up, it, it, it's always difficult going up to there. Um, Sean and Morris, I think, wasn't it, that went up? Mm. It's, it, it's, you've always got to sort of wonder um, how, how much of a step up it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like them two. Top Cat, I don't know. I don't know how good at the game he is. I've, I, to be, I think they could be shocked, to be honest. I mean, it, it's very early so far. You don't know what's happening with people, but mm. you look at like, Berger hasn't had a good time so far. He's head to head. He's, he's lost a lot more games than he's won. Um, I don't think Sweat is doing particularly well. I know I've had his number so far in head to heads. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked if a, if a big name ends up at least in the playoff place. Mm. Never mind one of the automatic relegation places. Because it's a real leveler, isn't it? A new FIFA comes out. It's it, yeah. uh, for me. Yeah. It's a completely different game. It's a different play style. I mean, I personally it was awful at the last one. I feel like I'm a lot better at this one. And I think you've also seen a lot of people who were very good at the last one struggling. So I really wouldn't be shocked to see a big name go down. I don't want to name one, but I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I think you should, though. Try to name one. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think it would please the entire site if Berger went down to Division 2. Oh, but would <laughs> it? Would, would it? If you Would it really, though? I mean, the names that, for people in Division 1, possibly, but in terms of, you know, Division 2 and anyone that comes up from Division 3, if Berger went down into Division 2, I, I don't know if you'd hear the end of it. Just just seeing him flapping about mid-table Division 2 <laughs> would be enough to uh, make everyone's uh, year, I think, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure about uh, if, if we're talking about relegation. I mean, uh, Mika Fika had, had a tough season last year. Uh but it did manage to pull out a, a great escape, actually. So uh, hopefully for him, he can stay out of that the rele- relegation battle this year, at least. 
Yeah, you obviously know Charlinho pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about him. Is he? Do you think he'll struggle, or is he? Is he a good player? What What do you sort of think? Okay. I mean, I, to be honest, the hard truth uh, against my friend Charlinho, um, he's going to be in the bottoms. I think, yeah. Really? Yeah, I do think so. Uh, but that's only when I'm. I'm just comparing myself playing against him. I, I haven't seen his numbers against other people or how, how he's done in the tournaments. Uh, but but his play style kind of fits me to to have as an opponent. Uh, but he has gotten a lot better since the game released. I can tell you that at least. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it will be it will be interesting, and uh, you know the first couple of games is going to be interesting to see sort of uh, you know. I mean you talked about some of the big hitters possibly struggling, so let, let's see. Maybe Berger and Sweaty are in the bottom two by we can't time we do the next podcast. That would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. Please. Right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on. And we're gonna switch away from FIFA quickly, and we're gonna go over to the golf. And Bertie's gonna give us the latest of what's been happening in the clubhouse. So Bertie, over to you. Season 16 of the AG Tour is in the books, and we've had a couple of events over the last few weeks to finish out on this version of the golf game PGA 2K21. The last event of the regular season, and we had another first-time winner, this time Andy Brill. So well done to you, Andy. When all was totted up, the AG Tour title was won by Suited Recluse. He also took the Final Five award, which is for the top-scoring gross player in the season. In the week just gone, we had a fun event played at Old Tom's Pulpit, which is a recreation of the St. Andrew's course. And it played some funny tee boxes to greens, so it was a bit of a funny layout. But when we totted them all up, Suda Recluse and myself finished top of the tree on minus 18 under. An event I hope that everybody enjoyed. The new version of the game PGA 2K23 is out in the next few days. If you bought the more expensive versions, you already might have it. But for everybody else, the normal version is out on the 14th. It looks to be much improved from a gameplay point of view. Graphically, not a huge leap. From our tour point of view, I'm not quite sure what we're going to do. It will obviously all depend on how many get the game. So we will have a look and see, and see if we can come up with something which will appeal to everybody. So if you've an interest in the game, it looks good. Go get it. So until next time, thanks, guys. Thank you very much for that, Bertie. Right, Division 2. Joe, you're in this division. Um, so uh, this division consists of yourself, Bry, Storm, Diadex, Hilly, Jeff, Joby Juan. Good to see Joby back in the leagues. Uh, Mark the Sharp, Paul Lowe's, Riverman, Saty, Sofa, Geordie Croft and Plunkett. I mean, some of the names in this division, it, it looks quite an interesting one. I mean, what are your... How are you feeling going into the season? Uh, <laughs> I think it's a really tough league. And we say that every time, don't we? Every season say it, we say that. But there's a lot of big names in there. Um, the, you know, the guys that, that could have gone up last year, you're looking at Plunkett and... Um, people like that. You've got Riverman who's come down from Division 1. Paul Laws could easily have gone up again. And I think the two new guys that have come in, Joby and Geordie, we know a lot about both of them. 
very good players. I think Jordy was on the edge of being in Division One, Division Two. So I think it's going to be a really difficult league, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, just looking at some of the names, Riverman, you know, he's a player that seems to bounce around the leagues. Paul Lowe's, um, who are, for me is one of the early favourites for this division, I think. Um, you know, Jeff is always a good player. Bry's a unique player. Um, Satie, I mean, Satie will be interesting to see how Satie does in this division. I know he sort of toyed around sort of Division 2 before and then faltered a little bit. So, um, on his day, I think he's a great player. So, I'm interested to see how he um, starts the season. I mean, um, Disco, I mean, how many, have you played mm-hmm. many people in this division in terms of head-to-heads and games? Um, I've met a few of them, actually. And, and one thing that kind of baffles me is that because I think Sofa is a very good player. Uh, I do often struggle against him, so I, I'm not sure why why he's in the second division. I think he's good enough to play in the first division, so I, I think this could be his season to, to get up there. Possibly. I mean, Sofa is a, is a player that on his day plays very, very well. He's, you know, he moves the ball around quite nicely and... Uh... Uh, can cause a problem to anyone. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a very yeah. I mean, this is a very difficult division to predict. I think. Um, I mean, Joe, who who do you think early on could be would be uh, you know sort of title runners? Could, could you protect? guys maybe at least Joe? Did you play the second division last year? I did. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, for me, I, I can't remember exactly how it ended. Uh, uh, where did you like? Where did you finish, and where did the other guys finish? Like the I top people. I was just outside the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the playoffs, if I remember rightly, it was Paul Laws, Plunkett. Uh, I think did Jeff get up there in the end? I think. Um, yeah, I think so. And then Mika Fika beat off the winner of the mini mini playoff. Didn't yeah. he? I can't. Did he beat yeah. Paul Laws? I think in the in the playoff final. Was that right? I think so. Something yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're talking. The, the usual sort of guys, Paul Laws, uh, Plunker, people like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, Paul Lowe's, I think, as I've said, for me, is going to be the favourite. Uh, but there's a few names in there that I, I'm interested to see how they do on. Um, Riverman, I know uh, he likes talking about you on this podcast, so I'll, I'll give you the chance to uh, say some words about him. What do you think he's going to do this season? Uh, relegated easily. Um, I uh, that last FIFA was a very good FIFA bill. I, I think it's the same for a lot of people. Like I was just saying earlier, there's there's a lot of people now who were good at the last game and they're struggling now. And I think Phil's definitely in that bracket. Um, he had the better in the last FIFA, which is the first. And we've been playing FIFA for ten, eleven versions, and that that's the first time he's ever had the better in me. Thankfully, it's it's gone back now. I've had a bit of him for this start of this FIFA. I, I I think he's going to struggle. Um, whether it gets relegated or not, I don't know. If, I I can't see him troubling the promotion playoffs. To be honest, I think there's there's too many good players up there. Um, I think I could pick out six, seven, eight players who are going to do a lot better than him. So I'd expect him to be mid-table, if not pushing that uh, that playoff relegation place. Yeah. Could I ask a question? Of course. Where where would you put yourself this season? Oh, I'm gonna win it. <laughs> Confidence. I Confidence. I'm backing myself, Disco. I 
I, the, the last beef was very bad for me. Um, it was a it was a bad bad beef. I mean, I I pretty much friendly being a Division One player. Last beef, I I went down like a like a stone. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't think I'm brilliant at this game, but I'm a lot better than I was at the last one. Um, Team has got a lot better. I had a lot of upgrades yeah, from the last Darwin season. Nunez. Um, You're welcome, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Darwin, exactly. Yeah, Darwin, <laughs> Nunez. I mean, Mac is up to 80. I've got Gavi on a 79. I've, I've got no excuses, really. I've got a very good team. Um, mm. I feel like the game suits me a lot better. I feel like I'm a bit more in control defensively and I can score a lot of goals. So I'd be very disappointed not to be in a playoff place, but I think I'll win it. Yeah. Yeah, well, confidence. I like that. I wish you well. Um, because not many people in that division will. Yeah, isn't that right, River? Um, right, let's move on, <laughs> and we're going to move on to Division Three. Um, and again, I'll run down the names in this division. Uh, so we've got Raz, Curly, Worky, Worm, Gasgrass, Harry, Lost Boy, Payne, Wales, Right Rhino. Soggy Cabbages, Tunners, Wizzy Fox, Andy Brill, and Wince. Um, yeah, I mean, this division, again, I, I would argue it is quite interesting. Um, there's a couple of names in there that um, you know, are always sort of around those sort of top spots in this division. Um, you know, I think Tunners possibly is going to have a good season. Wizzy Fox, it was the last season that Wizzy Fox had uh, a good push, was it? To, no, was it the season before? Last season. It might have been the no, season, season before. before. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I mean, we've talked about it already because it's so difficult to judge on it being a new FIFA, and especially in, I think, in this division. Um, I, I mean, Joe, who, what do you think of? Who do you think is going to push on at the top this season in this division? I mean, have you played many in terms of head-to-heads from this league? I haven't. You know, to be honest, I found Division Three the hardest to get games with. I, it doesn't seem to be a lot of them um, playing games, really. And the ones that are, they're sort of, you know, they're in the same sort of group, they're in for themselves. Um, it, it's tough, really. I mean, the guys that went down, obviously, I think, the Wince is down there, and he's a very good player, you know that. Um, he beat me in a, in a head-to-head the other day. Um, I, I would definitely have him as favourite. Um, the guys that sort of... Way to finish last season, you had Rhino just missed out, of course, as we all know, in third place. Curly Worky, uh, he wasn't far off, he was in the playoffs. And Soggy Cabbages, I, I would definitely make the Wins the favourite. I think he's the class player of the division, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, Wins is a yo-yo player, isn't he, really? He always seems yeah. to... He's too good for this division, in my opinion. Um, and then he seems to sort of flitter around Division 2 and, and possibly drop down. I mean, it, Tunners, I, I think, possibly... Will do well. I mean, I mean, Worm. I mean, I remember the season that Worm had what a couple of years ago when um, Martin. It was when he had uh, Martinez. Uh, Martinez was scoring yeah. goals left, right, and centre for him. Um, so you know, and then it, it's the sort of people. It's sort of you know, Red Rhino, Payne Wales. Although Payne's not had a, a brilliant season for the last couple. I think he was sort of bottom half um, last year. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree, Wince. I think it has got to be the favourite for this division. I mean, Disco, have you played many from this division in games? Mm, not at uh, this FIFA. Although, I, I could say when we have like tournaments and stuff, and I see that I will face like a Division 3 opponent, I always feel like I, at the beginning of the game, I 
I kind of underestimate them. And then I noticed that, come on, they're good players. I have to focus now to get to get the win. So I mean, I have no clue at all who who will win, but I I will cheer for Red Rhino. We have some good transfers and stuff, so so I'm rooting for him. <laughs> I have to say that. Yes, Rhino. Uh... Rhino on his day is a very good player. Um, yeah. And I think we'll push this season. I don't think yeah. he'll do it. And I, I can also say this. Always when I'm looking at like the squad sheets and stuff and how much scooters everyone have in the Vishnu 3, I don't know how they do it because I I don't manage to have any scooters at all. And there are like multiple millions. And I'm like, how are they doing this? So they are probably very good at the transfers, every one of them. So yeah. Well, it, what happens is um, when you're in the little WhatsApp click, it's very easy to make money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes around in circles. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Rhino and Payne would know about that. Um, <laughs> right. Well, let's move on to the discussion of transfers. Obviously, we had a little transfer deadline day um, last mm-hmm. weekend. Um, I don't think I don't think either of you brought in any players in terms of BFAs, did you? Um, I think no. I think you might have brought in a couple of players in terms of swaps, Disco. I think maybe you bought someone from Paul Lowe's. Yeah, I, I did get uh, Jeremy Boga uh, for uh, Ademola Lukman. Because I felt like I did, I really did enjoy to play with Lukman uh, at FIFA 22. But ever since uh, this FIFA dropped, I felt like I couldn't get like the pacing he didn't get in the correct positions to have like a shot on goal or something. So yeah, I just felt that I needed something new on my on my left wing. And how how's he fared early on? Have you played many games with him? Yeah, uh, I actually think because. The differences between those players is that uh, uh, Jeremy Boga is, is, has much better acceleration, but it's not good on the long runs. But I don't, I, I, I don't play long balls that often, so the the short passing play fits me better. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair enough. And if he's, you know, you bring him in, he suits well to your position, your formation, and you start a play, then it's always a win-win, really. I mean, Joe, a quiet one for you. Um, what what where are you looking to strengthen when the window opens? As centre back, I suppose um, I don't have a lot of weak positions in my team. To be honest, um, I did a deal sort of mid season last season with um, Sweaty Bananas to bring in Carvalho, didn't I? And in that deal, I swapped Mark Gahey for um, Trevor Chalabar, and he's not really doing it for me. To be honest. I, I'm not a big fan of him, so I'd be looking to upgrade on Chalabar. Um, it's not desperate. Thankfully, I don't have a lot of gaps in my team, so it's it's quite difficult to upgrade at the moment, to be honest. So I haven't done a lot of business now. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean for me, I think maybe um, centre midfield. Um, I'll be looking to sort of strengthen. I, I mean, I, I'm playing. I bought Zinchenko in last. Um, last season I, I play him in centre midfield I think on left back he's a little bit wasted there um, but I, yeah I'm not too uh, I'm not too keen and maybe um, maybe a new striker um, I mean I've got Dolberg there but maybe it's something a little bit different um, a point that I wanted to sort of talk about um, obviously we, we have now had the cut so um, you know mm-hmm. thank you uh, thank you for that Marcus um, <laughs> 
I wanted to talk about trade deals and obviously cash deals and whether you think that early on, because um, because now the money has been taken out of the league, that you'll see a lot more trade deals in terms of player for player or two for one players um, over a sort of uh, a sort of you know the scudo moves. So uh, what what do you think, Disco? Do you think early on we'll see more player swaps than uh, straight cash? It should be like that, at least, I think. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the, the, the transfer window right now, uh, the players that got them up, and people don't have more like than 10 to 12 million scudos. So, I mean, people either, they even can't, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm frozen. <laughs> they can't um, get so much money for the players they want to sell. So probably they will end up with the, with a trade instead, I think. Yeah, I mean, Joe, I mean, what, what what's your opinion? Do you do you think it will? Um, do you think it's going to be player swaps, um, or, or do you think we'll still see? I mean, obviously, you know, four million payouts um, for events at the moment as well. Maybe a little bit of chance, a little bit of uh, money to start slowly coming back in. Um, do you, do you think it's going to be player swaps to begin with, though? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think I think the market's going to be quiet for a couple of weeks. Um, the, you know how it goes. The money's going to come flooding back in quite quickly. Uh, like you say, we've got big payoffs for events. We've got a lot of things on. There's a lot of ways to earn cash. So it, it's, it's important sometimes to reset the market and, um, you know, sort of put everyone back on a more even footing. Uh, but, of course, the guys that, make a lot of money, you know, the active guys, the guys that trade a lot and the guys that take part in events and things, they're going to build balances back up again soon. So I I think in a couple of weeks it'll be quite quiet uh, and I think things will be much back to normal within sort of 10 days, two weeks when the money gets back in the market and, you know, people want to start doing cash deals again, to be honest. Yeah. 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 It's all right. I, I do think that, yeah, I just had to say that, since there's a, a higher uh, cash out or payout uh, attending at events right now, uh, it feels like it's very important to tr- at least try to get to join some events because last year I felt that I lacked behind because I couldn't join so many events, so I, I didn't get scudos that other people had. So I think yeah. that, that's a tip from me to the new people in the league. Yeah, and that, that, that's certainly part of the uh, the sort of overall plan. I mean, the league has always worked on the basis of you know the more you put in, the more you get out. Uh, yeah. The more active you are, the more you, the better players you can buy and. That should be the way it works, really. Of so, course, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's certainly part of the uh, the thinking. You know, we we want to sort of encourage people to take part in events, and uh, that should be the way you, you you make your team better, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, and and yeah, that's how it should be. Um, it, it 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 works as well, of course, because I I think people sort of gloss over it sometimes, but. But we will talk about this tonight, me and Marcus, about how just how much cash goes into the league from events and things. And I will say, to him, even with a two million payout, you're looking at something like twenty-five people do the golf a week. That's fifty million, and thirty yeah. people do the F1. That's sixty million. And then maybe Marcus will do an event on a Friday night with twenty people, another forty million. And I've got my. You've got sort of two hundred to two hundred and fifty million scudo every week going back into the market. So. But there's so much chance there to make cash and, and, and sort of, you know, up your balance and, and buy better players. Um, it, it shouldn't be overlooked, really. 
No, no, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to talk um, about... Actually, there's a question that I'm, I'm going to ask you, Joe. Um, because yes. obviously, squad I, update... I saw, um, I saw this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> squad update has, uh, has now been completed. So, uh, well done yeah. to everybody for um, getting that done, um, you know. Uh, but there's quite a few people that did it incorrectly, did they? There is, yes. Um, there was, I mean, I think everyone knows how to do the squad update. A lot of people sitting there gloss over this time that we have to sort of have their positions correct. So I would say, I, can't, I don't have some exact numbers, but I would say at least half the league missed at least one positional change. <laughs> and, uh, quite a few people had multiple ones, which is a fine in itself. But if yes. I remember rightly, I think there was eight people that had a sort of uh, a real sort of findable offence. They either missed an upgrade or a downgrade um, in rating, or mm. they missed players that had gone missing from the game. I think there's eight people that would have had, you know, like a proper fine, so... Difficult situation. I'm That's not going to name names. No, 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 of but, course. But I think if you put your mind to it, you would probably be able to name the eight pretty easily from historical, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. historical times. Um, but it is what it is. Look, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it was, it Count was a tricky situation. Lucky, guys. Because, Count yourself yeah, lucky, because... Uh... Tricky situation. It was... Um, with it being a new FIFA, there was so many changes. I mean, yeah. I looked through the thing and it, it, people were... We've got squads of like 2022, and people were having like 13, 14 changes. So things are going to slip through the neck. Um, it, it'd be fair to say that when the second update comes around midway through the season, we won't be as kind. No, no, there'll be a few in the threads uh, calling for blood. So, um, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out next time, guys. Make sure you do it properly. Um, right. Um, the last dis- uh, the last discussion point that I just want to talk about briefly is custom formations um, and custom tactics. So, um, obviously, some people, you know, obviously tinker around with their tactics. That's great. I mean, I admit I used to do it as well. Um, although th- this FIFA, I have um, I have stuck to the more traditional, um, just sticking a formation and not really doing too much with it. Um, I mean. This was actually a point that Jam made. Um, so, you know, he talks about head-to-heads and, um, you know, sort of custom formations that are coming out of um, FIFA this year. Do you think they're overpowered in in any way? Um, Joe, I'm going to start with you. Um, custom formations. What, what are your thoughts? Have you done them? And do you think they're overpowered this year? Uh well, the answer to the first part, no, I haven't done them. Um, it's just not something I ever do. And to be honest, it's something that passes me by because I'm I'm just not that person that gets to the end of the game and thinks I must look at the screen that shows me my opponent's formation. So if people do them against me, I don't tend to know about it. Are they overpowered? I don't know, really. It's it's The thing is... It's difficult to tell early on, in it, I guess. Yeah, everyone's got to use... The most they can to win a game, and I get that. That's absolutely fine. Um, changing your tactics, and, and and I know a lot of people do the player instructions, which personally I've never found really work particularly well. The thing that I don't like personally is, is when people are exploiting bits of the game. 
that don't work properly, if that makes sense. Uh, I think we all know, we've, we've seen the YouTube videos and things like that, where there's, there's things that are very overpowered. I don't think they like that, but at the same time, it is what it is, isn't it? it sometimes it, it's like um, it's like a lot of situ- situations I've had in the past where when someone knows how to do something really well, like cutbacks, for instance, you just have to play around it. You have to find a way to stop it. So fair play to people. P- people people can uh, do what they want. We don't have a rule to stop them. Uh, I don't think it's much need for a rule to stop them. So, yeah, it, it, it's fair play to everyone. Yeah, I mean, uh, Disco... What 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 are your thoughts on uh, sort of custom? So far on on FIFA 23, I haven't I haven't like done any specific custom tactic except like I know for an instance like how I would like to play my game um, with the formation and stuff. But if I compare with FIFA 22, I I really try to get like the best tactic and the best formation and. Uh, uh, how much uh, depth I should have and stuff like that, but now I feel like if I uh, getting my hands on it too much, it feels like I'm just making it worse for myself because it doesn't suit my playstyle, uh, for an instance. So this year I think ever since FIFA 20, 23 dropped, I played the same formation both in uh, Ultimate Teams and in the head-to-head tournaments, so I think I will just stick to that. Because sometimes when you do too much, I feel like it just keeps yeah. getting worse. Yeah, I mean, I I think so. Um, I mean, I, I you know I, I stick with balanced throughout the whole thing. I'm not one of these people that will set up different formations for different play styles. Um, yeah. You know, I know some people on this site that will uh, change their tactics depending on who they're playing. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's this is too deep for me, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I've not played, I've not played enough of it so far to really make um, a, a true opinion on sort of custom formations and whether they're overpowered. I mean, in terms of player instructions, I think you know we'll we'll find out, won't we, eventually, um, if uh, if things are overpowered. And you know, if you're someone that does do custom tactics, then obviously you know that's fair enough. I mean, as I said, I used to, um, but. Yeah, no, I don't think going to go back to the point about what Jam made about whether they're overpowered. Uh, I think it's too early to tell at the moment. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I agree on that. I mean, maybe other people that have played more head-to-head games, um, you know, will will disagree and have their own opinion on that. But um, no, for me, I don't think they're overpowered. Um, yeah, give me give it a couple of weeks, and maybe that opinion will change. Yeah. But, uh, um, was, was there a, was there an example of uh, is there a custom tactic working a lot at the moment? Or... No, well, the, the, the point that Jam actually made was that um, people putting their centre backs on the goal line. I, I'm not too sure what he meant by that comment. Um, okay. Showing people so putting what, their centre backs like, on like... the goal line. Is that like playing super deep then? I yeah, think yeah, I, I would think so. Okay. Um, because pe- people do sort of, I've seen people do these sort of funky formations where they'll move their players around, which it's not something I've ever tried to be honest. Um, mm. I, I tend to be pretty vanilla with mine. I, I like just just the sort of stock formation um, because then, like Disco said, I can use it in both my league team and ultimate team, which I think um, helps me a lot. You know, you get those sort of uh, repetitions, don't you, where your players are going to be and things like that. You sort of you know where exactly. everyone's going to be at all times. Yeah. Um, 
So the, the, the idea of moving players manually freaks me out a bit, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's not for me. Something I've noticed that I, that I struggle to face, though, is people with, uh, with wingbacks. Either if it's 5-3-2 or 3-5-2. But I think wingbacks is very strong right now. Yeah, you do see a lot of people playing five at the back, don't you? I know Sweaty playing five at the back, which is uh, drawing quite a bit of ire from people. Uh, yeah, I think River, Riverman was trying that as well for a while. He was playing because uh, he had three good central uh, centre back. Sorry, but uh, I played him a couple of times. He was still conceded as many goals as usual. So I think he's gone back <laughs> to four three three now. That's it. Um, right to wrap up the podcast really, really quickly. Super Cup. Sweaty Bananas versus Jaminator. Um, how do we think that's going to go? Disco. Like I said, uh, in my opinion, Sweaty is, is at least in the last FIFA in the league of his own. Um, I think he's a very exceptional player. So I do think he's going to, to win the game. Yeah. Um, that's fair enough. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I've played, I haven't played Jam. But Jam's record is pretty good. Head-to-head so far, he's won 23, drawn four, and lost four. But so is Sweaty. I don't know, I, I would go with Jam just because I've played Sweaty a couple of times and I I don't think he's as good on this one as he was on the last one at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by default, I'm just going to take Jam. And I'm going to go with Sweaty. Um, again, it's really hard because, and I know I'm going to get cold and oh, I'm sitting on the fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've not played mm-hmm. either of them on this game. So it's really hard to sort of make a, a true opinion. And I also have to go off the fact of that Sweaty was, um, you know, a really, really good last season. Um, yeah. And, you know, I expect that to carry on. So for me, it's going to be Sweaty. Sorry, Jam. Right, we're going to leave it there. Um, so thank you very much, Um for uh, both coming on uh, Disco thank you for making your podcast debut I-, I hope you've enjoyed it I did it was very fun sorry for my English sometimes no no I'm that's alright no that's good yeah, um, you've, got, you've got better English than Harry to be honest yeah that's it I was going to say there's a few people <laughs> that you've got better English than um, <laughs> um, Joe thank you very much as always no problem um, and obviously on the next one Jam will hopefully be back and uh, if you've not been on for a while um, or you've not been on at all um, you know similarly to Disco uh, do PM either myself or Jam and uh, get involved it's very easy to do so and we would love to have you on right we will see you on the next episode and in the interim take care <laughs>